Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the second episode of Banecdotes. And I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Thank you for listening to Banecdotes, the podcast that showcases all sorts of Ontario heavy acts, such as punk, hardcore, screamo, or metal, and we take someone from those bands and we bring them on and we ask them some of the wildest stories that they have. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and follow. Today my guest is Brendan Sinkovich of Trauma Lanes. Like you'll hear briefly hear in our conversation, we met um, outside of the music scene. I worked at a retail store and he worked at the warehouse. And the first time we met was, uh, it was like a summer party, a summer company party. And there was a lot of people around. We never actually got to get talking really because there was so much music going on and, and drinks happening. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, and then, but let, much has changed since then. Him and I have played plenty of shows together and uh, we've had a lot of good times and I'm really happy to have him on the show. Like I also mentioned on our conversation, him and I, uh, they had me do one of the guest vocals on one of the Trauma Lanes track, Ego Death. Make sure you check out that track. It's pretty badass. And my audio isn't as good uh, as the conversation I had with Nick. In fact, it might be a little bit worse, but I did fix it. I just had an interview today that went over splendid. You'll hear it in the next episode. So awesome. Thank you for listening to the second episode of Banecdotes. I'm your host, Phil Paxton. And this is my conversation with Brennan Sinkovich of Trauma Lanes. Brennan, thank you for joining me today. How are you? I am good. Yo, Phil, thank you for having me today. I'm super excited to have you. Uh, So I know uh, Trauma Lanes has been busy the last couple of months. Uh, I know you've been teasing on your Facebook. You guys got got an EP coming out on the 26th of March? Yeah, it's it's like six tracks and like an interlude and an intro. So like we have eight songs on it kind oh, of no, thing. That's a full length. Yeah, you could call it a full length. Don't be so modest. Okay. <laughs> so that's exciting. Uh, uh, now, I know you've teased on the Facebook, uh, You're Coming Ashore. Is, is, is that the record title? No, it's Nosferatu. That's the record thing. Oh, cool. Nosferatu. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Great to hear. And did you guys do that with Nick? Yeah, we did that with Nick at Schoolhouse. Right on, right on. He was my he was my guest, my previous guest that I just had on. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We talked uh, a couple band stories. Um, sure. So yeah, so you guys have been pretty uh, pretty busy promoting that. Uh, do you got any plans for as far as the release goes? You got any uh, more music videos up your sleeves or whatever? Um, we we are. I'm not going to say, like, for sure, sure, but, I mean, it's pretty much for sure. Like, we're just, like, we haven't talked. Like, we've loosely talked about it with, uh, like, the, the people that we're going going through. Like, shout out to Mike and Mel in, in Toronto. And um, we're thinking we're going to shoot another one in the summer. But we also have some other cool stuff, like, coming soon as well. I don't know if Nick talked about it at all with you. He talked to if it, he did talk about his uh his business plan to do the live streams. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and, and like I mentioned with him, I'm super excited that himself is doing something like that somewhere where bands can approach and kind of just show off their talent. Now, now we have a, you and I have a bit of a funny relationship. You and I actually didn't meet uh, through music initially. No, no. We, uh, we just so happened to work for the same employer. Yes. And uh, I, I vividly remember my boss telling me, hey, there's a kid at the warehouse that's really into the similar kind of music that you're into. Check out his band. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, and like, that was the thing. It was like, Rob would like come back and like he I have like all the uh like the sinner like demos and stuff like that like I with like charlatan and stuff like that like I have that and um I think he I have well I think actually Gaten has it now but he has the uh that hellbent poster Dylan drew the yeah, one yeah. with yeah yeah I'm like that's we're just like oh who's Phil and stuff like that that's cool that, that band's pretty cool both those bands are pretty cool and stuff and then of course you guys have had me on the track uh, ego death yes, yes yes which was always a good fun time i i really like that you guys really uh you guys have a lot of features on on your songs which is awesome we're all support that's kind of what the show is about we're all about supporting each other so it's awesome that you guys are constantly doing that that's like one of our main goals is just like like sometimes there can be like a disconnect i feel like if if you watch like especially like a lot of like old hardcore shows or like people in like hardcore bands like they have like people swarming the stage like all the time right because it's just like it's like why not like i i get it that like you know like you can't be like yo learn my lyrics to this song or whatever but it's like also giving people that is just like you can tell like they want to be a part of it so it's like well, here's your spot, like, come up and stuff like that, like, or, like, or, like, you're as much of a part of this as we are kind of thing, and, like, you're right, like, it, it's just all about us supporting each other and stuff. That's just it. We're a community, and we love making people involved and bringing them involved, and, like, yeah, uh, people jumping on the stage and doing the, the crowd stuff, like, that, that's always a good time, and honestly, I miss it right now. We're missing it hard. Oh, my God, man, like, honestly, I think, like, well, we, we played with you guys the middle of February, the end of February. That was like one of our like second last shows when you and Trauma Model were just wrapping up your, your tour. That's right. We played a show at The Doors just at the end of that tour. No, it was uh, the Duffy's one. Oh, that's right. You guys played the Duffy's yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was really cool like getting to, getting to see you guys coming back and then like obviously like always love to see you guys and stuff. Always. And uh, that's actually, that's a great segue. We had tons of anecdotes coming back from the east coast tour so let's get into that tell me some of your anecdotes i want to hear some of the silliest stories that you've been involved with with either trauma lanes or any other previous bands so like it was we played toronto one time it was a valentine's day show and it was it was a very interesting show like we showed up and like the, this promoter was like, yeah, there's going to be tons of people here. And like, er, like, you know, and like just promising this thing. And like, he got his friends to come and they did not like our, our style of music <laughs> at all. It was like us and like one other band is Autumn's Blind Embrace. So shout out to them. They were sick. It was the first time we got to meet them. <laughs> I remember like Gaten like jumping on the mic and he's just like, he's just like, are you guys going to move up here? It was like four of us just like standing there and it, and then like nobody was paying attention. It was just like, and, and, and like, obviously I was with Samantha. So it was like, 
it's just like great I just like dragged her out here to like play in front of like four people on Valentine's Day it was it was pretty funny that's funny I have a I have almost a a, a polar opposite story to that one there was one time I, I couldn't even tell you who we were playing with but Hellbent booked a show in Guelph and it was in the middle of winter and I actually, I, w I didn't drive at the time, so I didn't have anyone to drive me. So I actually bugged my wife uh, and I said, Haley, can you drive me to this golf show? It was a Saturday night, uh, but for some reason, I definitely told her, I was like, it's not going to be a busy show. We'll probably yeah. just play and we'll go home. You know, it won't be a big deal. So she's like, yeah, I don't mind driving you there. Uh, so we show up to the show in Guelph. And of course, I've already told her that it's not going to be a busy show. Uh, so yeah. she's not necessarily dressed up. She's like in her pajamas and stuff. And we walk into the front door and the place is packed to the tits. And she's like, uh, and then I was like, you can go if you really want. Cause she like didn't have any makeup on or anything. I was like, if you really want, you can go like hang out in the car if you want. She's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Those things that like our women in our lives put up for us. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's always a blessing to have them by our side. Absolutely. And you've been with your lady for quite a while, haven't you? Yes, a very, very long time. You as well, though, too. Yes, yes. Haley and I have been yeah. together for like 10 years. Actually, it'll be, it's going on 11. It might be 12, actually. I can't keep track. Yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> after that 10 mark, it's just like, yeah, forever. Well, I'm actually having, I don't know about yourself, I'm having a hard time saying, so I'm like, oh, I did this last year when I actually mean 2019 because 2020 just like yeah. didn't happen. No, it didn't at all. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like 2020, I felt like was going to be like such a big year. Like the scene seemed to be like picking up so much, like, like the response and like everybody was like super into it. It was awesome. Like, and then 2020 happened and it was just like, great. Like just poo poo on our parade here. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's your dream bill what's your dream bill for once shows get lifted and i'm talking local bands only talking only ontario bands let's build a show with only ontario bands what do you, what's oh, your five band bill like not including us uh no like, let's just assume that you're on it it's we'll assume, assume that you're on it. just five other bands that you play with so five other bands i would okay i would i would say you guys and hellbent because we haven't we haven't got to play together yet like that's true we, we've played together Trollings and Sinner, so I'd say Hellbent for sure. We'll count Hellbent and Sinner as one, because I, that's, like, okay. that, that's me, and that's me, and that's my projects. So that's fine. Okay. Um, I'd definitely say Rust. Rust, I'm, like, huge into Rust right now. I've been talking to Rob a ton over the quarantine. We've gotten pretty close. Um, the Time's Up EP, like, when that came out, I, I – played that for like two months straight like every day in the morning like tune from work it's a really good hardcore it, <laughs> it is great it's like honestly because like like i like beat down like here and there but like that like just straight up hardcore like that expire backtrack you know like trapped under ice and like they give that full swing and like just love it i don't know if you've heard of them uh agent Mulder. i don't think i have they they're I think they're a bit newer. I, it's got the lead singer of the Rosewood Annie, that, that band from Barry. So it's a bunch of Barry kids. And like, I've been in touch with them lately and I've been like checking out their stuff. It's great. It's like chaotic, kind of like post hardcore, like do me as well. I love it. So I'd say them. 
I'd have to say, like, probably damage control just because, like, I haven't played with them in, like, so long. And, like, like I love that band. Yeah, they're classic dudes. I love them. <laughs> probably a good reason why uh, Brennan's on the new track, Tinnitus at 20. I think it was you told me about damage control because we were talking. And uh, we got on that, like, one of our first shows. I think it was our second show. It was, like, Powerbomb, Damage Control, Watering Hole. Uh, reliever, I feel like I missed. No, I think that was everybody because they were doing that that run, and we got on that one of the shows, the Brampton date, and like Ian had talked to me a bit before, and like we like nobody knew who we were, but when we were at the show, like Walt, he like he came up to me like after, and he was just like, "Yo, like I fuck with what you guys are doing. Like I grew up on this stuff." He's just like, "I back it a hundred percent," and like. He's just been a super nice dude like the whole time and like we just kind of got like closer from that and like obviously I'm a huge fan of his vocal style and stuff like that like (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty unique it's that's the thing and like being a vocalist it's just like it's easy to sound the same as everybody else and like I feel like like I struggle with that sometimes. Like I'm just like, man, I probably just sound like some dumb metalcore kid from like 2005, like whatever. But like Walt just like transcends that. Like it's just like it's just like you hear his vocals and it's just like, yeah, that's Walt. Yeah, totally. That's so awesome. awesome. Is there a story behind uh, Tinnitus at 20? It's a pretty specific title. Tinnitus at 20. Well, so Liam actually wrote the drums for that. Like that was. Game put his guitar riffs over over that song and Liam wrote the original drum piece for it and Liam because like Liam's young like he he was 19 and he just turned 20 but like Liam's just another person in my life like I put myself in his shoes when I was like 18 or 19 and like I was just preoccupied with like doing dumb things whereas like you look at Liam, he just turned 20 and like, he was just going super hard with us. Like, you know what I mean? He was like in the ride and like, it was just like, like I have to do something. So it's like, kind of, kind of like that. It's just like, kind of like a throw at Liam. Like, you know, tonight it's at 20, you're going so hard. Oh yeah. Okay. So what it was exactly was he had like an ear infection. So like, he was like bleeding out of his ears and we were still, yeah, and he was, like, still writing these tracks. Like, that's why, that's exactly why I was. He was, like, literally, and, and I'm, I'm just like, yo, are you good? He's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I literally took him to the to the ear doctor to get his, like, ears flushed and stuff like that. Because it was, like, during the day he had to go to his appointment. And, like, I just thought, like, I was like, yo, that's just so fucking hardcore. Like, you're just still doing this shit, and you're bleeding out of your ears. That's tinnitus at 20. Like, you know what I mean? That's friggin' metal. Uh, we totally yeah. got sidetracked. I didn't. I don't think you list five. We only got we got uh, Rust and you said Damage Control and then well, my bands. Two other bands. Two other bands. Okay, Single Loom, just because those are the homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, but like that's the thing. Like, cause then, like after that, there's like three other bands that are like I consider like like my legit fucking homies so like i guess i'll just like say that like just list them off yeah okay so it's like gouge out danger liker and um did i say single loom you did yeah i did say single loom (laughs) yeah i say it was like a toss-up between like gouge out or or 
the danger light there because like yo, those are just those are like the boys and shit like that like all those bands are like the boys like they're all featured on the record and shit right like right like, you know what i mean and like those guys what about you so can i ask a question to you sure absolutely you can yeah. ask away what is what would be your five band like dream bill hmm. uh trauma model right away just because like again homeboys right yeah yeah we had so we had we bonded so well when we went out east together last february and we we created like a a small chat and and we still keep it going so we're still in touch so trauma model i would probably have cold shoulder cold shoulder are uh they're a staple for the hardcore community a lot of people really know them in this area i don't think they necessarily get the credit that they deserve they are hard-working people i've seen i, I saw them play like warp tour like those, those yeah no yeah work. no they're 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 sick because like i i feel like i got like when i re-entered the scene in a sense like locally like i had i had a catching up to do and like i checked like they were like like low like out of them they were like the top like cold shoulder everybody's like yo cold shoulder like you know what i mean and like i checked them out like they're kind of underrated like they're very good like they are very good musicians totally all of them so yeah i would pick trauma model um guy hex is another really cool band dude anything darren's a part of man like <laughs> like honestly like yeah i could i, I could even i could say just any of Darren's projects, so that's Powerbomb, Heartless, um, yeah, any of any of those projects, I'd be really down to to play. Loose Teeth, have you heard of them? Man, yes, man. <laughs> Alex's band, dude. Uh, we played with them um, with uh, with the uh, the Good Depression as well. Another also a fun band. band. Yes, yes, yeah. We played with them, and I was just like like that swampy like just death like but it's just like so hardcore and it's just like loose teeth is fucking sick yeah they are and if i was gonna choose one more there's a really cool band from niagara falls they're a black metal band called temple of night uh they don't really i don't know if they've played too much outside of this area but they do like falls to the walls black metal they got the friggin hoods they got like they oh got, really like, porches on stage they have like a they have like an opera singer who's also their keyboardist like it's super cool so uh we've played a couple shows with them and uh I again one of those bands from the area that I just uh you know kind of one of the reasons why I started this podcast just to help them get on a platform because like I just I think they deserve a little bit more attention. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I I'm definitely going to check them out after cuz I I hadn't heard them yet. So I'm going to look into them. Temple of Night. Temple of Night. Right on. Any other anecdotes that you can share with us from uh Trauma Lanes? Well, like I mean the the title Nosferatu is like a anecdote. Sure, tell us about it. It's like when you go out on a uh, on a night on the town, you just uh, if you're not living life right, you're kind of like a Nosferatu. So like you know, you know you're up at night and just like risen from the dead, like fucked up, like every day, like you know what I mean. And like you're just like a vampire, like you're just soul sucking, like you just bomb around and you're just like you look like a Nosferatu, you're, like you're a creature, like you know what I mean, like that's a kind of a panic though i i don't know like it's, it's like i remember we played with like single moon and mailbox one time and like there was this guy that was like in the crowd and he just just he like pulled this table up and he was like 
at spot one and he was just sitting in the middle of like spot one with a rose in his hand and just drunk out of his mind just like just staring just staring and it was just like and he was like and then he started to like hand out roses to the bands and stuff like that it was it was amazing he had more than one rose yeah he had like a bouquet of rose he was just sitting he was just and he wasn't old either. He was like probably in his mid twenties. He was just fucking drunk as shit and just fucking like just sitting there alone with a bouquet of roses. And like <laughs> it was pretty fucking amazing. See, like I'd like to come to my own conclusion with that, that that person got broken up with. They ended up at your show. They were gonna give their bouquet to their lover, and then they got broken up with, and then they ended up liking the music yeah. so much that they <laughs> dispersed the bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> that's like just such a positive spin on it like, <laughs> that was a better way of thinking i can definitely that's great so you grew up in milton milton is a small town it's pro yeah. i think it's smaller than st Catharines. how oh, yeah. are growing up in milton like uh, is it what is it is it more country life what, what, what's it what's going on in milton it was fun growing up as a kid you just like drunk and high everywhere you wanted like so it was kind of like yeah, this is cool. Like, everybody was pretty chill. The old, like, but then you have that, like, other side of, like, you know, like, the farmers or, like, the kids that thought they were, like, small-town gangsters, and, like, they could be mean. There's lots of fights, lots of drugs, lots of drinking. Um, so, I guess pretty much the same as, like, anywhere else. Like, sure. Now, I know you mentioned that Darren grew up in uh, Milton as well as Gaten as yep. well, uh, and you guys all play in bands. Can, was there any sort of music scene going on in Milton? We had like Den Divine come to Milton. I've seen Holly Springs like five times in Milton. I've seen Pharaoh got friggin' misery signals to play fucking like our church. Um, That's right. Yeah, like we we had we had a uh, Hasted Day was here. We've had um, Ten Second Epic. You remember that band, that that uh, emo mush music band? Too, yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, we had Ill Scarlet. Yeah, we had a good scene like when we were growing up. But then like the promoters like moved on and like nobody kind of had the mantle. Plus, someone set fire to like our only venue, and then like it was just like boom, like nothing. So like that was the thing. Like we had like I think because I started a project the game was ended up being a part of and we couldn't play shows here like we i didn't play my first show until like back end of when i was 19 and i played it at the mod club at like a battle of bands because like the only other kids that were in a band told us about it sure yeah and um then we just played all stars in brampton all the time and that's actually how i met cole was because he was in another band so it's safe to like it's it sounds very similar to growing up in St. Catharines in the sense that we were part of the we were just as much as part of that music circuit like uh uh it sounds very similar where we had a lot of bands coming through on a steady basis and yeah. we had one promoter specifically bringing that you know music in and and then eventually as as they should they you know they grow and expand their career so they move yeah. and they move to you know they move to toronto to to book bigger acts which you know which is the which is the right move but unfortunately for uh people like ourselves we we do end up in kind of in the dark when uh there there's been a couple i, I don't want to say dark periods because like there's always bands playing but there's certainly 
periods in at least St. Catherine's music history where there's been a strong promoter in the city and it yeah. shows very well. And then once that promoter leaves, it also shows very well that that promoter is no longer around. And it, and it is what it is. Like you can't, yeah. you can't, you're obviously upset that you're not seeing these projects anymore that are, that used to be uh, like, like we saw, uh, Bring Me the Horizon came through to like St. Catharines uh, during like what? the suicide season like release. It was huge. That is huge. Like that, I I would feel like I mean Bring Me the Horizon has always been like a big band, but yeah. like suicide season, I feel like that was like, and like I don't like Bring Me the Horizon that much. Like I fucking I have a lot of respect for them. I think they're incredibly talented. Just wasn't my thing. But suicide season, there was a few tracks I liked off of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that whole party vibe and stuff. I was like, yeah. this is pretty good. Like, Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm going to end the show. Uh, thank you for friggin' hanging out with me. Uh, yeah. So we'll end, uh, we'll end the show playing uh, Tinnitus at 20, which you heard why it was called Tinnitus at 20. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for sharing all your anecdotes. It's been a good time. It's good to see you. Thank you for catching yeah, up. Yeah, man. It's good to see you as well. Thank you for having me on this thing. All right. Well, this is Tinnitus at 20. Banecdotes. Take it easy.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Banecdotes. Don't forget to like and subscribe and give us a high rating. Follow us on Instagram at Banecdotes. That's B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S for all the updates and upcoming episodes. Take it easy.